Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Welcome to Sunnydale. I'm Steve McClellan. I'm Liesl Kaler. And we're your hosts for today. Um, and we're going to be talking about the very first episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's called Welcome to the Hellmouth. Is that that's the title, right? Welcome. Honestly, I don't remember. I have it here Probably as Welcome to the Hellmouth. That yeah, that's a good. That's a good. <laughs> that wasn't in my notes. <laughs> Unimportant. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit? All right, already earning our explicit mm-hmm. tag on iTunes. We got to make yep. sure we drop at least one or two F and S bombs to earn that or k bombs i mean like the really the really like the l bomb i mean nobody even K-bomb. you know what i'm talking about <laughs> was that that one yeah you know what i mean i know that one. Oh yeah yeah um so this is our, this is our first episode so we don't really have a format should we just dive in what a unless yeah i guess let's let's start should should we give uh i don't know background on our, our buffy experience oh you know that's a good point we should probably like introduce ourselves because I mean the fan. That's what the fans are really here for. It's true. It's, it's true. for us. <laughs> so, so I, um, I got into Buffy the Vampire Slayer in college, um, and I watched the first season and I hated it. I swore I would never watch it again. And then I had a girlfriend that made me watch more of it, and I'm glad I did. And now I love it, and I rewatch it all the time, and I talk about it to anyone who listen. And I'm a total junkie, super fan, and. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself, Lisa? Yeah, that sounds pretty accurate <laughs> okay. of, of you. Um, <clears throat> I didn't watch Buffy until you made me. And <laughs> I, I say made me because you <laughs> literally <laughs> did that. <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> watched through the first season and I was like, what is this? Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> And so it continued for the second and third season. Yeah. How, and how long had we, had we been dating? Was this was this at the point where I was unemployed and living on your oh, couch yeah, and yeah. making you watch a shitty Definitely, television yeah. show? Yeah, I'd get home from work and you're like, Buffy time! <laughs> why, why did you stick, it, stick with me in this relationship? Oh, bad taste. <laughs> bad judgment. Oh, yeah. So for the viewers, uh, Lisa and I are... are oh, I mean, I the guess ones that see us that are watching in the room right now <laughs> are two cats. <laughs> For our, what, what do you the call listeners? Them? They're listeners, listeners. That's even better. Um, <laughs> our audibles or something. Our audibers. There's listeners. Okay, <laughs> listeners. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So uh, we're we're uh, what boyfriend girlfriend fiancés. We're oh, gay. Yeah. 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 I don't know what the boyfriend girlfriend <laughs> what do you call it partner partners we're partners like i just slipped you a note it was like do you like me <laughs> do you want to be my boyfriend girlfriend and you know what and that segues right nicely into the show oh, mm-hmm. that we we're going to talk about because you know in the show they're already kind of setting up some of the really <laughs> boring high school relationship drama dynamics that will come to define the first and most of the second season of the show. Um, you know, we should decide something right now, actually. Like, are we going to assume that our listeners have only seen the show up to the point that we're podcasting? Or do we want to not spoil yeah, things about in the future today. of the show? Yeah. That's an interesting... I think... I don't know. For today, let's let's do no no spoilers. No, no spoilers. And we can no talk spoilers. about it further. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, 
Okay, well, so, uh, I mean, so one of the first shots of the show, uh, well, so to start with, you have, a, you know, a boy and a girl in the high school. Mm-hmm. We're already mm-hmm. setting this up as a very high school thing. Totally. Um, and you've got Julie Benz is, is there, you know, um, Darla is the character's yeah. name. Yeah. What, what do you think of, uh, when you see Julie Benz, do you think like, oh yeah, that's, uh, uh, Darla from Buffy or do you have a different thing? You know, strangely enough, <clears throat> I, when I see her, I think of Dexter. Um, Rita on Dexter for some reason even though I've watched Buffy way more for some reason for some reason it's Rita I don't know why first thing I ever saw her in was uh, Jawbreaker when she plays Foxy what the hell is that (laughs) you haven't seen Jawbreaker I've seen a Jawbreaker okay well okay after after the podcast we'll watch Jawbreaker (laughs) and I'll show you what I mean she basically it's like the same high school character except she's not a vampire is (laughs) how I'm going to describe her whole character is that she's a vampire that's not true she has more depth than that in Angel she gets some depth I'm already ruining my like no spoilers (laughs) Angel was the show <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Uh, just you know, just curious. So yeah. Well, anyway, I'm no. I'm curious to watch it. I mean, I I, I think she's a good actress, and mm-hmm. and, um, and she's in a lot of things that I like. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah. So that you know, that's sort of the opening opening statement of the show is that you've got the the vampire and the dude, and she sort of su- seduces, tricks him into like letting mm-hmm. his guard down. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you think that scene? Um, the thing that that I was sort of thinking about when I was watching that is like, is this a scene? Is the intention to sort of subvert the like gendered gender coded expectations of like the male being the aggressor, or do you think it's like in some ways it's sexist that you have this like like um, the the sort of evil woman like destroying the guy that? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Hmm. Um, I viewed it as more of a subverting this sort yeah. of gender thing. Like, your sort of picture of what's going to happen is like, oh, there's this shy girl mm-hmm. and she's going to mm-hmm. be like preyed upon by this dude. Yeah. But then it flips and all of a sudden she is attacking him. So I think it's definitely, I think it's subverting. Yeah. Because no, it's I, a surprise that it happens. I agree. Yeah. And <clears> I think, and I think, you know, it makes so much more sense to see it that way because it's obviously, you know, it sets up some of the themes of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it's it's sort of interesting that like at you know it very much parallels who Buffy is in that it's like you know she is sort of to all appearances to all outward appearances to her classmates and everybody else she's just like this ditzy sort of popular girl but in truth she's like the chosen one with the strength to right. stand against the forces of evil et cetera et cetera <laughs> right. um, all yeah. that thing you know. yeah all that all that nonsense slayer um, whatever slayer slayer nonsense slayer who The microphone's totally... Let me, let me get some of that Mountain Dew. <laughs> I apologize. I'm sick and my throat hurts. And I need to be refreshed. <laughs> ah. mm. I'm jealous that you sound more refreshed than I was. <laughs> I'm very upset. You just gotta put your heart into it. Really believe. <laughs> anyway, so I think it was yeah. a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, subverting uh, gender roles kind of I, I agree I think that's mm-hmm. I think that's a good reading of it but it's, it is interesting I mean like oh see I'm gonna be you're gonna have to correct me when I start to go off into spoilery land but like I mean it's a thing that I feel like is that comes up 
um, I mean, just from things I remember reading about the show at different points in the show's run, um, I mean, it, it's, I feel like it's, it's sort of a feminist Rorschach. Is that the, the blot? Like, the blots, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, I feel like some people see, it, there are some things that can be taken either way in a lot of cases where it's like, you know, um, people can see this as sort of like being subversive, but other people have seen it as being, um, <laughs> sort of obje- objectifying. Um, I don't know. It's complicated. I think that's just. Feminism in just general. feminism in general is complicated. As a, as a feminist, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit gets complicated. Yeah, no, that's that is a good point. No, but of course, next after after we have the scene with Darla, we've got that um, the classic introduction to Xander on the skateboard. <laughs> yeah, that was having been so long since I've seen the pilot. I mean, it, it, you you don't realize how much that sets up his character. <laughs> and how, like, you know, I mean, this is clearly foreshadowing that whole Xander skateboard plotline in season nine. Where, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that season. Yeah. Where where the skateboard is the big bad and Xander. <laughs> I think to... it was the big bad in this episode. Because <laughs> he's not very good at it. Which is probably why it's Maybe never shown that again. Was, that was the character arc. Because Xander <laughs> thinks he's cool. He's on a skateboard. He runs into a pole. Xander never rides a skateboard yeah. ever again. <laughs> really sums up the entirety of the Yeah, no, I, th- I think you nailed it. Yep. <laughs> that was very funny, though. I enjoyed that we both like laughed out loud, not remembering that. Like, wait, who's the skateboarding like, weirdo? I know, yeah, and when you think of Xander in later seasons, You're he like, just That's does not seem like a skateboard did. guy. Yeah. I mean, I guess... I guess people can change. I guess. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose not everybody is exactly like what they were in high school. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. So I feel like the opening, mm-hmm. I I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. And then I think that's pretty much like that's the peak of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a pretty good opening. There was there was and the rest I'm like uh there was one other thing that I did that I did like about it that mm. um so there's a scene uh in a classroom where with Cordelia and I can't remember I think it's it's either Buffy or maybe it's Xander but it, there's a scene with Cordelia where she is listening to the like lecture to the teacher and like taking mm. notes and then like Helping, there's just like a brief, a couple lines where she's helping out somebody in the like another character, and it's sort of oh, it's, it's Buffett. like when she when she Buffy? pulls the book over and it's like oh, <laughs> you can get this book at the library, or whatever. And, yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah. and they, um, they sort of play with this line with Cordelia a little bit where like she's supposed to come off as sort of like the plastic of the mm-hmm. of the gang, um, but. Uh, but they do they do show her being you know very smart in some scenes like there's mm-hmm. you know she gets good test scores and succeeds and does well in school and everything and it's like I had sort of forgotten that they had set they set up that that sort of those character elements as early yeah. as the pilot. Um, that's another another nice case of them like not into, you know pigeonholing female characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. There were, oh sorry there was something that came up even before any of these scenes with the the like you know the opening sort of like voiceover the like into every generation is born a slayer <laughs> yeah. and there's like these weird images that they show and one of them is a, a this giant <coughs> book that turns out to also be in the episode like Giles oh, pulls yeah, it like out the... 
vampire with a vampire, y yeah. yeah what is that is that a thing a book. That, is that a book? yeah is are we are we to believe that in this alternate universe vampire is spelled with a y or is that just it's like, like old timey you know <laughs> old timey english <laughs> when they used to spell vampire with a y yeah <laughs> I I guess I need to go back to it's another language. To my old English classes. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being so refreshed. <laughs> it's very upsetting. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. Yeah. What other What other notes did you have on this first episode? Oh, you, I mean, yeah. I've got quite a few. So uh, I was trying to figure out like how big of a town and a high school were they trying to set up mm-hmm. Sunnydale to be? Because, you know, Buffy shows up to school and, like, people that barely know her are having this conversation about, oh, the new girl. Did you yeah, see the yeah. new... Like, I don't know how... It looks like a sizable high school. The high school I went to, you know, was, like, mm-hmm. several thousand people. Right. I mean, a well, new person me, but, coming yeah. and going. Nobody would notice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, do not care. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. So so on that sense, it seems like they're setting it up to be kind of a small high school. And they do a couple other places where, like, they Mm -hmm. mention, you know, like, the bronze is, like, the only place to go out. Or, like, you know, they sort of seem to hint that this is supposed to be, like, a tiny blip on the map town. that impression. What what, are you suggesting there was evidence otherwise? Um, I mean, not so much in this episode, but I'm just thinking again, like maybe thinking too much toward the future where like all of a sudden in season five, it's UC Sunnydale. There's like, it's a college town all of a sudden. Oh yeah, that's true. I guess that's true. I didn't think about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they, they, yeah, they sort of play with this, how big this town is Mm -hmm. supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe it's, uh, just one, uh, one of the high schools in the town. Maybe there's like another high school on the other side of the city that. I'm gonna have to look into that. Yeah. Because, yeah. Okay, maybe. Sunnydale and yeah, Sunnydale Prep and Sunnydale Country yeah, Day right. and Sunnydale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. All the, the, like Catholic schools and whatnot. Saint Sunnydale's. <laughs> yeah. Our Lady of Vampires. Our, our, our Lady of Vampires of the Y. <laughs> That's where most of the kids go. <laughs> you know what? That's probably it's probably smart because that's the one that's filled with crosses and naturally repels yeah, exactly. va- vampires. <laughs> exactly. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Um. Okay. I I don't know if you had a favorite moment from this episode. <laughs> I had one, and that was when. Principal Flutie is talking to Buffy, and he's like, hey, we don't care about your past. We're cool here. And he rips up her old transcript, yeah. and then he sits down, and he's looking at it. And he starts taping it back together as he's talking to her. I was like, okay, that was a pretty good joke. That's pretty funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of, I guess, I can't think of a favorite moment. I had lots of moments that were kind of weird. Um one in particular that stuck out to me was like uh, Buffy's like getting ready to go to the bronze and mm-hmm. like her mom walks in and is like, they're chatting about that. It's like going out and I was like, Oh, well, you know, just like be safe and have fun. And I'm like, she just got kicked out of a school for starting a fire in the gym. How is this mom so cool? <laughs> oh, whatever. Have fun. 
Will there be any boys there? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. yeah. <laughs> that you're gonna set on fire? Like, <laughs> I think that would be my question more than like. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> yeah, that was really strange. That that's a good point. <laughs> Moment. I think that was my favorite because it was very weird. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess everybody, everybody in the Buffy verse, sort of has strange baselines mm-hmm. um just because i mean like they sort of they they make fun of this at some points in in the show where it's like oh the, you know the mortality rate at sunnydale yeah. due to neck rupture is unusually high yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that's true um although i mean i guess maybe la they came from la did they move from la is that yes a, yeah. i wrote that down uh yeah which, I guess my, my note specifically was Buffy from L.A. Does that come up? <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't, I feel like they don't ever talk about I feel like, this I is mean, like later just, in the they show. Were just, but they like, were just calling that back <clears throat> to the movie, right? Right, is yeah. That, yeah. Even though, yeah. I mean, the movie and the yeah, show, completely talk about different the canonical, like, I haven't watched the movie in a long time, but I'll tell you some things I remember. <clears throat> Vampires can fly in the movie, and they certainly can't fly in Buffy, or at least they never... Yeah. They're like, maybe they're too cool to fly in the show. Yeah, but like, like flying so passe. <laughs> yes. Um, and they yeah. don't, they don't dust in the, in oh, the is that right? I don't remember Yeah, I that. think they just like, they get staked and then they're like corpses. I don't think they Interesting. dust. Yeah. I also want like, oh yes, I remember a, a thing that I had a question about. <clears throat> um, so if you take it as like, they're sort of trying to connect it to the movie because it's like, oh, she did burn down a gym in the movie and that's sort of where she's coming from. Obviously, other things don't fit. But if that part kind of fits, like, she had a watcher in the movie, but she seemed very surprised Mm -hmm. at the Mm -hmm. idea of a watcher here. Was she just surprised because he's like, how did they get one so soon? But she seemed surprised at the whole idea. Was she surprised that the watcher was just like, the librarian at the because the watcher <clears throat> in the movie sort of like comes out of nowhere, right? He just yeah. sort of like shows up from Bavaria or whatever, right. and, is the, and is the dude. It's uh, Sutherland, right? Wait, what's um, what's his name? Um, Donald Sutherland. Is it Donald Sutherland? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And then Kristen Sutherland is her mom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know they're not related though. Damn it. Yeah, I looked <laughs> that up. That's smart. I never looked it up. I just always assumed. <laughs> nope. It's just two Sutherlands that happen to be famous actors. Well, I mean, I think there's more than that. Well, I mean, there's Kiefer. Kiefer, but he's related. There's two families. He's related. You yeah. know what I meant. I don't think Sutherland is her um, real name. I think she changed uh, it to that. Okay. You know what? I should look this up again before I start. You know what? Yeah. So to all our listeners out there, this is this episode. We we took some notes, but did not do a lot of research on the things we took notes on. Yeah. Like I have several notes here that I planned to just, I mean, it would have just taken like a minute of Googling and I didn't do it. Like there was a, there was a, the teacher talking about how the plague was an early form of germ warfare. And I meant to look that yeah, up. Like, is I was that like, true? Is I don't that? think that's that true. That is incorrect. Yeah. That doesn't sound accurate to me. Um, also, that teacher was a lot like Bueller, like the teacher in Bueller. She was like Ben Stein. Well, like she just kept talking and she like asked a question oh. and answered it <laughs> yeah. herself. Buffy. 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 Yeah. Buffy. 
<laughs> yeah, it was really, it was a good, like, droning teacher. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. No. What, what was the other, oh, the other one that I was going to look up, which we talked about the other day, was James Spader. I have this in my note. James Spader sex oh, symbol yeah. question mark. We did look this one up because <laughs> yeah. your, your question was, what would she have seen James Spader in? Yeah, because there's that scene where Cordelia is, ta- is like, testing Buffy James on her coolness. Spader. And she's asking her, like, what she thinks of these different things. James Spader. Call me immediately. Call me immediately. <laughs> Whatever she says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did we set, did we decide it was Stargate or Pretty in Pink <clears throat> or what could have been either? Well, so the so Buffy started in ninety seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We said Stargate came out in ninety six, uh, which is how I first had a crush on James Spader. So I think that's very okay. likely. <laughs> um, but then also, um, I had a crush on the Egyptian alien in that movie. Well, I, I did too. Yeah, okay. I, I'm not limited to one crush. You know, <laughs> you can have more than one. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and also Kurt Russell. I mean, come on. There's a lot of holy shit. I forgot Kurt Russell was in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I gotta watch that movie again. No, let's watch it. Let's put it on. Let's do it. Let's watch that. <laughs> the rest of the podcast <laughs> is just us. episode over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, so yeah, that was 96, and, yeah. and Pretty in Pink was... That was in, like, the 80s. I was just assuming that most people but, but would that, have But he was, it. like, a teenager. He was more like yeah. a teen sort of heartthrob in that, whereas he was sort of, like... He was, like, the nerdy guy in, in Stargate, which isn't, to, which isn't to say that's unsexy. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, I yeah, I mean, like... nerds. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, I feel like um, Cordelia, her, like, heartthrob target wouldn't be like oh, she would go true. for more of a Kurt Russell than a James Spader in Stargate yeah. like so I wonder if it was if maybe it was pretty in pink or something or mm-hmm. some, some some other thing where he's where James Spader is more right. of the like yeah right. also in 96 he was in a, a movie called Wolf I think we looked up where he's spoiler a werewolf <laughs> i believe <laughs> if i remember correctly so maybe, maybe this is foreshadowing some of the werewolf oh, stuff yeah, yeah i think so mm-hmm. some of the what <laughs> anyway james spader comes on the show and then he is a werewolf oh my god for the rest of the season oh my god there should have been an episode of buffy with james spader <laughs> that would be one of my favorite episodes okay if I'd james spader was a non-werewolf Buffy versus monster, what what monster would you want to be, or what do you think he would be? A vampire, werewolf. Yeah, I mean, okay, so we've already seen him as a werewolf and wolf, but like, do you imagine James Spader going all like bumpy face and being a vampire, or do you see him being like maybe like a season big bad where he's like a demigod or something? Yeah, I could I could see him as like a kind of a magic dude or something. Oh yeah. He could be, yeah, he could be sort of like a warlock or something. Yeah, I could, Ooh, I could see I that. I would watch that, yeah. That'd be good. Another, another like, teen moment that I didn't quite understand was, like, two girls talking in a locker room, and and they were saying no and yes by saying nay oh, and yeah. pause. So nay. Neg. Neg. Pause. pause. It's like, oh, my God, did people ever talk like that? No, that can't be real, That's right? Not like. Real. I was, I mean, I wasn't like the most socially aware in '97, but I was alive. Like, yeah. nobody talked <laughs> like alive. that. It existed. 
That seems yeah. That seems like one of those things that a writer was like, how do how do we make these people sound like teenagers? Yeah, teenagers say weird things like they probably, they probably say like pause Neg. instead of yes. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that in real life. Get ready we'll, for we'll it. Bring it back from imaginary <laughs> 1997. <laughs> Done. <laughs> what other? Yeah. Hmm. I also um, I remarked upon the fact that Giles mentions four things that are attracted to Sunnydale. Like he has the theory mm-hmm. that you know there's a helm out there that the, you know they imply throughout the episode. And he says that it attracts werewolves, mm-hmm. vampires, incubi, and succubi. Oh yeah. Which do we see? Are you know? I mean, they're you know, they're, they're, those are demon things that <clears throat> exist in in real mythology, but they're never seen anywhere else in the show, as far as I know. Yeah. You never run into an incubus or a succubus. Yeah. Right. Maybe incubus plays at the bronze one time. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It's so funny. I I knew that stupid band before i had any idea what an actual incubus was oh, gotcha. but i knew what a succubus was like i feel like that's the more common term well, you know, people use yeah women's sexuality is dangerous is demonized yeah. whereas, whereas male sexuality is just, eh. yeah exactly <laughs> and incubus is just sort of like it's just like every dude <laughs> yeah. i just had a great thought for like <laughs> a season later from now <laughs> so i'll hold off on yes, that save it write it down keep <laughs> that note down. until yeah <laughs> and i will reference this later mm-hmm. <laughs> no spoilers uh yeah i mean i don't so yeah i've got a couple other notes i've got um angel's jacket which um so i i'm, I'm just gonna i took this picture i'm gonna hold it up to the microphone oh, so, yeah. that, so that the listeners can see how this yeah see you see that this jacket is like <laughs> It's shiny as hell. What is he yeah. wearing? I swear to God, it looks like crushed velvet, <clears throat> which is like, it's like the Xander skateboard. It's like Angel would like, not be caught not dead in this thing. And, yeah. And, yeah. Also, my note that I wrote about Angel is that he uh, is very like, kind of cheeky. Like, yeah, right. As, as opposed to like his normal, like later on, he's really broody. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so like. Wait, Angel's being like a little sassy with her. Totally, I feel like they kind of retcon that a little bit, where it's like, because um, yeah, he totally shows up sassy, but then they like sometime I don't even remember, I don't remember if this is later in Buffy or if it's an Angel mm-hmm. where they do flashbacks of him like being like dragged out of eating rats in the sewer and being oh, yeah. super depressed oh, and like yeah. and like this you know some like weird helpful demon like shows him Buffy and it's like don't you understand you can help people or something like yeah. that. And it's like for him to go from like rat eating, depressed sewer dweller yeah. to like cheeky velvet coat wearing like, no, yeah. I don't buy that. And Just then call me a friend. or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I had a note about that. He's yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Something about like, call me a friend and Buffy says something. And he says like, I didn't say I was yours. <laughs> like, like, Oh snap. <laughs> what the hell is that supposed to mean though? Like, what? How does this instill confidence in this person to be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I trust this guy. He said he's a friend. Not my friend, but he's somebody's friend. Yeah. <laughs> Who nobody in real life would ever say something like that. <laughs> yeah. Or be that person's friend. <laughs> yeah. I think if no somebody one said that friend. shit to me, I would be like, you're damn right. You're not my friend. <laughs> yeah. I'm clicking on friend on Facebook yeah. right now. I'm find you and friend you so I can unfriend you. <laughs> right now. Man, how different a show would Buffy be if it had taken Facebook? If, yeah, if it had taken place in the 
in in the like millennial age do you think do you think it'd be that different or do you think i don't know it's an interesting thought yeah i wonder if they we'll would find a lot more demons on facebook they'd like search through it and be like, oh, oh it's this i mean demon. they are i mean you know they do all this stuff with willow being this like cyber wicca and right, stuff yeah. like imagine the the shenanigans she could get up to with totally. with the real internet like we have today mm-hmm. yeah one comment I wanted to make about Willow was Is it about that, her hair? Uh, no. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, it's about her voice, actually. Oh, okay. I feel like later on, her voice gets a lot more, like, squeaky and raised. And, like, mm. in this, her voice was, like, kind of low and, like, a normal human voice. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I think that's a thing that happens... <laughs> like in pilots yeah, um, you just sort of, of general, develop this other yeah like, you know the you sort of character you, idea yeah exactly <clears throat> you get you get these sort of focal points as an actor of like what sort of um ticks or or, yeah. or you know mannerisms define your character um Makes sense. Uh, and and project it was, that yeah. it was just like the xander skateboard thing where it's like this is surprising yeah, like yep, i'm yeah, used to exactly. you with like this higher voice and now you have this like low voice and yeah i mean it's worth pointing out that it's not you know like this is this is the exact same experience i have with almost any show that I've watched all the way through. And then I go back to the beginning and, I, and like, there's so many details that seem mm. just wrong. It's true. Like, um, the first season of the office, Michael's hair drives me crazy. Oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yeah. the same thing with Ron Swanson's hair in parks and recreation. I don't know. They like figure out, they like get everything going and then they figure out the hair later, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, right. And the thing I was going to say about Willow's hair is, does she have brown hair in this episode? It's, it's a lot more brown than red. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At this point. Mm-hmm. It, it gets yeah much more red. It gets later. much more red. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. Her hair gets redder. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, everybody. Well, let's back it up. <laughs> I didn't mean to ruin that okay. for you. I want everybody to stop, press pause on your <laughs> podcast player, and skip ahead three seconds if you yeah. don't want us to hear us talk about the future of Willow's hair. Yeah. Because, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Big, big stuff. OMG. OMG. Um, yeah. I guess the other, the other thing that I, um, in a similar vein to Angel, uh, 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 you know, sort of having a different personality and to... Um, Buffy being sort of shocked by the idea of a watcher is Darla seeming to have no idea what a slayer is when like, yeah, yeah. When she, you know, we know I remember, yeah. she's fought slayers with spike and angel in the past. Like, Oh my God. You're super just, so, so, stop that. God damn it. <laughs> You're like, she's a, you will fight like she's a vampire that's been around for a little bit. Yeah. She has encountered slayers. Mm-hmm. At least I didn't spoil that one thing. Oh about, yeah, yeah. You know what? I mean. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. I just made a face at Steve. Just <laughs> translate. Me. Well, it hurt my feelings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Well, a moment at the bronze that I thought was interesting, sort of unrelated, um, was like uh, Giles is trying to get like, oh, you know, just like feel, like focus and feel the energy. Oh, yeah, and yeah, 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 and. You know, very humorous. Buffy's like that one right there, like and because <laughs> of his jacket, yeah, because of his jacket, yeah. like nails it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I thought was interesting about that is that she's sort of like not taking it seriously, and she's like, "Yeah, whatever." Like that guy's clearly a vampire, the one chatting up that girl over there. 
And then when it turns out to be Willow, she's like, oh no, now I have to do something. Be like, you wouldn't have before <laughs> if it was just some strange woman that you hadn't met. <laughs> but because you've had like a brief conversation with this person, you're like, oh, I should really do something. Maybe, maybe it was because, maybe she's like, she she just she sort of like is is like a little bit like Randian at this point like Ayn Rand and she's just like <laughs> people need to learn to fend for themselves and like charity is like just makes people weak but yeah. for some reason she you know she can't apply it to Buffy or to uh to Willow, to Willow yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was kind of interesting I guess no, I mean that, no that was a good point I noticed that too yeah. I I think I remember what I remember from that scene is thinking like. Are Slayers supposed to be able to have like psychic vampire sensing powers? Yeah, right. Because that's not really a thing in the future. Although I, w- I couldn't remember a time when like any other time in the show where Buffy is dealing with somebody who she thinks isn't a vampire and then finds out later. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't, don't know. Maybe she does have vampire detection goggles on all the time. Maybe. I don't know, but it was kind of an interesting like side to Buffy I mean clearly she struggles and is going to struggle with like having this responsibility of being a slayer but also wanting to be a normal person sure sure um but that is just like a really like harsh like oh if it was a stranger I wouldn't help them but oh I know this person very briefly so now I will accept my um abilities and responsibilities I mean there's only one slayer and there's like a bajillion vampires in all the True. towns everywhere, it's except true. where she is. Like, she can't. It's get like, them all. yeah, exactly. Like, if you had, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. If you had, like, if let's say I'm an exterminator, and I see a cockroach <laughs> on. on the street, and it's like about <laughs> to feast on like, I don't know, breadcrumb or whatever cockroaches eat. <laughs> is it my job to like deal with that cockroach? Like. There's too many fucking cockroaches. <coughs> I guess. I guess being an exterminator is not exactly like it's not, having a mystical it's calling. Not totally apt. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, though. It's a good. I mean, I think it's a good struggle. It's a good question of like, oh, just because you have these abilities, does that mean they have to be on? Yeah. All the time. And she's got to have a work-life balance, or she'll yeah, like, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> She'll she, drive herself another crazy. woman that wants it all. You have to. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> can can you have it all? Can you, can you, all? Can you be a slayer mm-hmm. and a mom? And uh, <laughs> well, I mean, what's that? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, the Buffy pregnancy scare from season three. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. That, I that big, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 that yeah. That is that was definitely an episode. That was the fourth time. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's true, that's true. What do you think? Uh, did you have other notes that you? I'm. I'm pretty. I think I'm to the bottom of my <clears throat> my list of notes here. Um, Let me check. Um, oh, I I have a note about. So this is this is towards the end of the episode where mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. master or whatever is being revealed. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Such a great. Speak <laughs> yeah, bad. Except for my favorite villain. <laughs> yeah. You love. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I don't remember exactly what the line is because my note just says, like, the old ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, does that mean, like, old vampires, which we see later on? Like, old gods? Is this, like, Cthulhu? Like <laughs> The great old ones? Yeah, yeah. well, because, I mean, there is something. What's the line? It's some, um, 
I, that's what I don't yeah. remember. I yeah, have to yeah. look it up again. But it was like one of the vampires talks about like, oh, and then the harvest will come and then like the, the har- old yeah. ones will rise again. Is the master Yeah, it was like, is, is that referring to him as the old one or is this like another? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking so is mostly the master of just <laughs> like a a, an exceptionally old thing. vampire? Is he like, is the nature of the master ever really discussed? I mean, he's clearly of vampire or co- very connected to vampires but he looks <clears throat> different from other vampires yeah, yeah. and he <laughs> he has some ah <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, it's the grossest podcast yeah, he has some like special we'll do it we'll take care of it all in post we'll, we'll beep it out and pretend that we were talking about something really raunchy <laughs> just, just put yeah put bleeps over and just be like man they are swearing a lot <laughs> but not the other like I swear, it's just why they only just blur- just the K bombs, just the, oh yeah, just the, yeah, <laughs> just the really bad ones, just some really the bad ones, ones. Listeners aren't ready to hear. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, I guess like, I mean, it's is he just a vampire that is ex- like surpassingly old, or is he so. like a fundamentally different critter? Um, I feel like he's just old. Okay, but I also wonder what happens to him that he's not corporeal, like. Yeah, I mean, what he's stuck happened? in the hellmouth it... somehow, right? Like, yeah. yeah, and he, like, can't pass mm-hmm. through a particular place. What's that about? There's so many so many mysteries in the Buffyverse it's that true. you just will never know the answer to. Like, yeah. it's another Xander skateboard. Just a mystery. <laughs> All right. It's another <laughs> Angel's velour jacket. <laughs> mystery. <laughs> <clears throat> How do you how do you feel about uh, this episode overall? Oh, are we gonna give it a rating? I mean, yeah, I guess we can give it a rating. Okay, I um, I'm gonna give this episode. I'm gonna give it five out of ten shiny black angel jackets. Ooh. Yeah, mm. and I, I, you know, I, I, um, I'd be tempted to go a little lower because it's so cheesy. Mm-hmm. But I think I think mostly that's me, like holding the episode to a different standard i mean like i i want to try and give these episodes some some context when i'm judging them yeah and i i think you know for a show in 1997 mm-hmm. um so i'm giving it i'm giving it points for like that opening that like you know did the sort of gender reversal thing and yeah. stuff that i loved I and like the opening the humorous moments with flutie and like yeah um so it's like it's super cheesy so i can't go much over five but like yeah but I think it had some solid, uh, like some solid like theme statement moments and mm. some character moments that I liked. And I like, think it did a pretty and it, yeah. Any, okay job. Every pilot is fraught, with, right? Yeah. yeah, it did an okay job of like introducing some of the main characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> some of the introductions seemed a little forced, I would say. But yeah. that's just I think part of being a pilot. Just, yeah, it just, just pilot disease. Yeah, yeah, it comes with that sure so it's I, I would say it's a yeah, it was no better or worse than any other pilot for any other show that, yeah no that's fair yeah so what, what, what would you give it as a, <clears throat> as a rating yeah I, I think i would also give it five okay out of ten mm-hmm. um stakes that i carry in my purse <laughs> and drop into the hallway <laughs> that's good because why, why not i'm not <laughs> expecting vampires to hear but i still carry a stake in my purse so it can fall in the hallway in school 
Wait, do you think she goes to the steaks store to get those? Or does yeah, she like where do, where's she, that supply coming from? Is she from? going out to like the woods and cutting out tree Just branches and own. sharpening them? Yeah, she's a real, real crafty lady. Yeah. <laughs> instructables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a, there's an instructables. <laughs> Tells you how to make steaks. It looked very sort of um, precisely uh, uh, shaved, didn't it? It wasn't like, yeah, yeah. it looked almost like pencil like it didn't look like a branch that had been cut and then like rough hewn into like like there was some care and attention or a giant pencil sharpener used on that yep. steak <laughs> solid, solid. all right and all right yeah. well should we should we wrap up the episode yeah totally uh were there any other last notes that you wanted to make um well we can do like let's uh, uh let's let's do a little little like plugs for our, for our user for our listeners oh, out there yeah. so Dude, yeah plugs. so you guys can follow us on twitter at at welcome to sunny um you can find you know our podcast and all the information at welcome to sunnydale.com you can email us at welcome to sunnydale pod, pod let me back up welcome to sunnydale podcast at gmail.com all one word all lowercase welcome to sunnydale podcast at gmail.com we uh we would love to get your emails we'll totally sing your praises and talk about you on the show um so yeah uh, uh, do you have anything to add uh no i think that's good yeah that's find like us on facebook all that stuff yeah um and uh we'll we'll see you next time i'm steve i'm Liesl. all right goodbye and uh let me find some music to, to <laughs> get play the hell out of sunnydale <laughs> get the hell out of sunnydale <laughs> what should our outro music be i don't know we should we should come up with something <laughs> all right we're signing off of uh i'm breaking off with a little previews of the remix now i'm not trying to be rude but hey pretty girl i'm feeling you the way you do the things yeah you do. dance party and welcome to sunny cool. day that's why i'm all up in your grill trying to get you to a hotel you must be a football coach the way you got me playing the field so baby give me that and let me get that running her hands through my fro bouncing on